Well, hey there, friend. I'm so excited you've decided to join me again today for the Boutique Workshop Podcast. So as you know, I work with hundreds of boutique owners and inventory-based businesses around the country. And I love nothing better than to tell their success story to you right alongside them. And that's what we're gonna hear today. So today on the podcast, I'm gonna be interviewing one of my coaching clients. I not only have one-on-one coaching clients, I have coaching clients that participate in the Boutique Workshop membership, as well as my Mastermind Accelerator group. And today you're gonna hear from one of those boutique business owners. So sit back, relax, enjoy this conversation. And if you'd love to work with me, make sure to reach out to me using the email that you can find in the show notes. As always, I want to invite you to come on over and join us as together we learn and grow in the Boutique Collective. Now, let's enjoy today's conversation. Um, Andrea and Sarah here. So excited to chat with you guys today about boutique business ownership, small business ownership. Um, it's always a pleasure to just visit with other women in business. And I'm really excited to talk to you guys today about what you've got going on in your boutique. You've been moving and shaking and growing and um, changing a lot of things over the last few months. And I'm really excited to share that with our audience today. So thanks so much for joining me. Thanks for yeah, having thank us. You. Yes, awesome. Well, let's um, start by just tell us a little bit about who you guys are. Tell us your boutique story, where you're located, all those good things. All right. Uh, Well, we are the Hello Sunshine Market. We are in Grammy, Missouri, which is a small town in southwest Missouri. Um, Gosh, we have kind of a it's kind of a story. We're going to try to shorten it a little bit about how okay. we came together. <laughs> I love so a good business story. It's all good. <laughs> so there's two of us. I'm Sarah. And, and I'm Andrea. But we actually, we didn't know each other before we, I mean, we weren't even friends. We're not family, but we're both co-owners of the Hello Sunshine Market. Um, we both had our own businesses before or we ever even knew of each other. Mm -hmm. I was teaching, I taught first grade and I had started my own um, accessory business. I was making hair accessories and selling online and selling to bridal shops and just loving it, loving it so much. And knowing that one day I wanted to walk away from teaching and do this full time. And I mean, my husband thought it was crazy. (laughs) My friends probably thought I was crazy, but they didn't tell me that. But I just, I knew it like with all my heart that I wanted to do business full time. Well, long story short, I um, did after seven years get to that point where I could stop teaching and just do my business. But what I found out was it was almost like I was the only sweatshop worker in the sweatshop. (laughs) (laughs) And I had started selling to boutiques wholesale and selling online. And I was like, oh my gosh. I can't keep up with this. Like I've either got to hire people or figure this out, or I've got to add t-shirts in. And, um, that's when Andrea showed up in my life. Yeah. And it just, I'll kind of let her, we'll kind of bring it back together. I'm going to let her kind of share her part because we knew nothing of each other. Yeah. We were both kind of in our own little worlds doing our own small business thing. So 
What were you doing during yeah, this time? Yeah, <laughs> so I had an online boutique, a woman's boutique. It was called Sweet Annie's Boutique. And um, at that time, I had a five-year-old at home, and I was taking care of my mother-in-law pretty much full-time. She had some health issues that she needed help with. And so when I was doing the pop-up, when I had the online business, I was by myself and I was just going to craft show after craft show and um, just trying to build up that business. And um, anyway, so how I got started in that, um, well, maybe I'll just talk about that later, but um, anyways, so we, a friend of mine, um, I did, was hosting a, a pop-up event um it was a fundraiser actually that was the shop up event wasn't yeah, it, it was the for christmas, christmas for christmas yeah. we were hosting a shop up event and a friend of mine knew sarah and um invited her to join us in this pop-up event and that's okay. how we met and um we just, we just we just hit it off like we, we just felt like we knew each other for a long time and it was kind of funny though because it wasn't like exactly like we hit it off but it was it wasn't immediate, you know, but it was someone as a resource then where we had, um, we both needed photos taken. So we teamed up and I did the accessories. Andrea had the clothes. We hired a photographer and we we're able to split that. Yeah. And we're like, wow. And we can cross market each other's things too. You know, she would tag my accessories and her um, stuff online. And I would tag her clothing on my website and we're like, well, this is pretty cool to actually have someone to talk to because I think you can feel so lonely yeah. in small yeah. business. Yeah. And it was like, we finally had someone to talk to and say, hey, I was thinking about this or how are you doing this on social media and began to bounce ideas off of each other. Then Andrea had this fabulous idea that we should have a pop-up together. Okay. Yeah, we decided to host a summer, a women's summer um, pop-up event where we, um, it was just a day for women to come and shop new looks. And um, we had other vendors there with us. It was just, and we were nuts. We, we yeah. were like, we're going to do this, but we're going to do it the first of June. And it was like the first of May. And okay. so <laughs> like crazy stressful, we got on TV, we got on radio, like put ourselves out there and wanted our vendors to like have such an amazing day also. And through that, we realized if we can still enjoy working together and not hate each other and like work off of each other's um, strengths and mm -hmm. weaknesses, we really balance each other out with that it just started like dawning on us. Maybe we shouldn't be separate businesses. Yeah. Maybe we should be one business. And it took a while. Like you're so close to your business. It's such a part of you yeah. that it was hard to think about our own separate businesses, not being that anymore. Yeah. There was some so tears. interesting. <laughs> yeah. I love it. So it's, it's really interesting that one of you was wholesale focused. One was retail focused um, but you were able to bring together, like you said, your strengths, weaknesses, skill sets. Um, and you know, a lot of partnerships don't work out well, but I've been working with you guys for a few months and you can tell that you just have the right chemistry. Um, 
to, to just build something really fantastic. And like you said, not be in it alone, because it is really lonely. So to have someone where they're equal in helping make decisions and thinking of new ideas, um, there's so much power in that, especially when you connect so well, like you guys do. We feel really blessed to have yeah, that. Yeah, we do. Um, it's kind of like a marriage. Kind of yes, <laughs> it really is because you're together all the time. <laughs> yes, you know, at the beginning, you know, we, there were some things that we did have to um, adjust to some differences mm -hmm. that we had. You know, we really had to learn to compromise and, but it's all been worth it. Um, it's all about talking. It's all about talking, that's right. Yes, <laughs> I love it. So what do you each feel um, or one of you can answer whatever makes sense. What do you love about owning your own small business? Because, you know, I said, or I heard you say, like, this was a dream of yours. You've been teaching, you know, and then on the other side, having, you know, done your own small business in the retail sector and then coming together and merging it. What drew you both into small business ownership, even before you met? Like, what was the pull or what do you love about being a small business owner? I would say for me, it was the flexibility. Um, you know, I, I have been a stay at home mom for, you know, my oldest is 25. Um, so I was a stay at home mom with all of my kids and my youngest was five and I didn't want to um, put him in daycare and being able to work from home because um, yeah. at that time I was just strictly online and taking care of my mother-in-law, you know, it gave me something to do. Um, to occupy my mind with some of the stresses I was going through at the time, but just that yeah. flexibility of, you know, you can do craft shows if you want to, um, you know, you put in the hours that you want. Right. And I agree. I think the flexibility is huge and being able to make your own decisions. But then I know we're both so big on relationships. There's just something truly, I mean, I think satisfying for both of us to know mm -hmm. that we have helped someone and that mm -hmm. we've made, um, you know, something in their lives easier where like, for me, it was just in the beginning, um, moms that needed a quick hairstyle. It was a headband that they could put in their hair and do a really quick, um, hairstyle and be ready to go for that day. Um, now it's helping them find an outfit that really yeah. helps them have that confidence and, um, feel good about themselves. The relationships are just yeah. huge. That's what's yeah. so great about having a brick and mortar now is um, yes. having that relationship with your customers. Um, it's just, it's wonderful when they come in the shop and you help them find that outfit and they leave feeling so good about themselves, feeling confident. and Or you help them with something else. Or you help them with something <laughs> yeah. else. And, you know, counseling. We're, yeah. counseling. I, you know, we're kind of like therapists. We have people that they come in every week just to come visit with us. And that, you know, that just means so much. Yeah. Well, I know the first time we chatted on our consult call, um, you guys mentioned that right away, that the relationship side of the business was very important to you and you never wanted to lose that um, piece of your culture your business culture and I've always appreciated that you had identified that you know and you were able to articulate this is really important and so even if we grow and we add other elements in and we have more offerings we never want to lose the ability to just connect with our people our customers so I've always appreciated that so much about you guys um, what are some big goals that you have this year? 
Oh, we got goals. <laughs> we got goals. Yes. And I get to be part of that journey, which is so much fun for yes. me to see. Oh, I love it. Do you want yeah. to go first? Well, yeah. yeah. So one of the biggest goals, you know, for myself is like um, getting out of my comfort zone, um, you know, getting out there, doing more lives, connecting with um, our online followers. I'm terrified of lives. I'm terrified of anything social media. And yep. so, you know, when we first connected with you, one of the first things we did was the the Facebook challenge, um, the seven steps to a successful live. And you can ask Sarah, it, it just changed my whole thinking. Um, you know, it kind of became a challenge, kind of a game. And I took the focus off myself, um, just doing these little baby steps to get there. Um, and we found ourselves getting excited. The yeah. lead up to the live was different than what we had ever done. And yeah. we actually found ourselves when we, we do them regularly now, um, we find ourselves getting excited to yeah. do it. Yeah. Because yeah. Instead of dreading it. Yes. Right. I would say another big goal is all with the numbers, which yes. you have been huge to help us with. We are neither um, people that are drawn to the number side of the business, hmm. but what we have learned is how important that side is. And I think it's made us actually have a love for it yeah. or a love to learn more about it because now our eyes have been opened to how much more we have to learn and grow on that side and at, you know how much it will change our business I mean mm -hmm. just the few months that we have concentrated on it and switched to profit first has been a game changer for us yeah that's really interesting to see you know because I would never say that I love I don't love bookkeeping I am not an accountant by trade um, in fact I took flute in college like I'm very much on the art side of life versus you know the mathematical scientific side but like what you said when you learn how powerful the numbers are in the profitability and the growth of your business you can learn to love understanding them and using them to work for you and I think when a client really has that light bulb moment of, I don't need to say I love math. I don't have to love entering data into QuickBooks, but I can learn to love or fall in love with measuring my margin and how much extra money that brings me. Or I can decide on some metrics and set goals with those and then play that game with myself or use it as an incentive or a teaching tool for employees to help them make goals. Um, you do start to love and you can make it a creative process for those of us who are very creative because we're boutique owners. You can take those numbers and turn that into a creative process. So um, I totally, I'm totally there with you. <laughs> I would not choose math, um, but when you can use math to your advantage, it gets to be a pretty powerful tool for sure. It's funny too, um, Andrea got to see my competitive side yesterday. We were entering our numbers. <laughs> 
into our sheets and I was like, oh my goodness, we have room to improve right here. Okay. We, we've got to start, you know, learning more of what to do here and here and here to improve, um, you know, our margins and just, it's just funny when your eyes open to new things that you're learning and we're like, oh, that's what Sierra is teaching in the workshop. And those are the nine points. And we're going to hit on this. And, you know, I get, I get competitive, like competitive with our ourselves because yes. I, I see our numbers and I'm like, okay, I want to see this go down. Yeah. I want to see this go up and what are we going to do to make that happen? So I think, um, man, it's been really good for us to actually have that in front of us. Whereas before, you know, we didn't have that in front of us. Right. Yeah. I think a lot of times we just don't know what to measure. We don't know what to look right. at, what to evaluate. And so if we can learn, you know, what are the things we really need to focus on? That's such a game changer in our businesses for sure. Um, so you guys, we kind of went on a different path than a lot of the gals that I'm talking to here on the podcast, um, you know, that have stepped inside of the boutique collective, the free Facebook group and done some of the free trainings and then moved over to the boutique workshop. We started together as one-on-one. So um, you were one-on-one coaching clients where we worked particularly on your business. Tell me um, what what you felt when you first, maybe tell me this, because I always feel bad that free consultation when people can jump on the phone with me about coaching. I know people feel like I'm going to hard sell them or really nervous. I'd love to hear you. I've never asked you this, but what was that first consultation call like with me? And then what did you really get excited about when we started working together one-on-one? It was a huge breakthrough for us. Like, it felt like, man, we've got a plan. We've got, um, we've got somebody to help us. Cause we've been struggling for quite some time, like trying to figure out where do we spend our money for, um, for marketing or, um, you know, for areas that we knew we needed help. Mm-hmm. And just that first phone call, well, we kind of stalked you for a little bit, to be honest, <laughs> we kind of stalked you a little bit, but I think that's probably like a normal thing because, yes. you know, we're all kind of skeptical in an age where there's so many options on yes. social media that you came highly recommended on the boutique hub on a mm-hmm. post I had been following about coaches and who people recommended and your name was like, boom, boom, boom. Every, you know, a lot of the comments was your name. I'm like, okay, well, who is this Sierra Stockholms? And so you know, um, looked you up, started listening to the podcast and started following your free, um, sessions there in the collective and your personality and the way you taught, it made sense to us. Yeah. And just, you know, the free, Mm -hmm. the amount of free information that you gave was so good. And we're like, if, if if it's free, (laughs) I can only imagine what, you know, paying for, you know, what kind of information we're going to get, what kind of help. Um, yeah. Yeah. And you yeah. definitely exceeded that yes. whenever um, we would leave our calls, like feeling like, oh, I wish we could have just another hour <laughs> because it was really, really great. Um, not, you know, really getting down to business and getting us started on what we needed to focus on. Yeah. You know, it really has helped us to stay focused because we've, we have planning sessions every week and we have all these grand ideas and we want to accomplish them all now. And you've helped us to learn that 
to take those steps, you know, let's get through this goal first before we move to the next. And it's just, it's been wonderful to keep us on track. Yeah. And sometimes we just need that. You know, you guys have the benefit of having a partnership. Most of the women I work with are doing this alone. So they don't even have the benefit of having someone equally invested in the Mm -hmm. success of their business to bounce ideas off of. And that is so hard to do those, make those decisions every single day by ourselves, hoping we're picking the right thing. And so that's what I love about coaching is just having the opportunity to speak into someone's thought process and say, have you thought about it this way? Or I love that idea. Can we table it and like bring it back? Or how does it, you know, fit in with what the other things you want to do? And sometimes we just, that's all we need, you know, is for someone to say, think about it this way. So yeah, I love, love visiting with my clients about that. Um, One thing that you said, I want to bring back actually to like a mini lesson here in the podcast. Um, You mentioned how you felt like I gave so much free information. And as prospective clients, you thought, well, okay, if you know, she's giving, offering all of this for free, what, you know, it must be awesome to work with her. And I want to wrap that into how boutique owners can take that same thought. So sometimes we feel like, okay, like coaching is like this, service is this, but really as a boutique owner, you can offer free, you can't see my like little quotes, air quotations here, but free information or value, which we talk about a lot in all of my groups, like solving a problem someone has, not just selling them a product. And so that same thought, and you guys do this really well, like what are you as a boutique owner really good at? Is it styling? Is it, um, you know, helping women feel confident in their body after weight loss? Is it, you know, um, you guys do like styling denim is something that you love doing. Like what is a solution to a problem that you can offer? And what is the free information or the over-serving you can get? Because when we do that with our clients in retail as well, when they are ready to buy, they will come back to us. And I think a lot of times we feel like we need to sell them right away or they're never going to buy, but some people just need to sit back and observe, you know, and, um, and so we can tie that into how we run our boutique businesses as well. Like how can we serve knowing that eventually it will come back and when they're ready to buy the jeans, they sure know who to go buy them from, you know? (laughs) So yeah, I had to give a little mini lesson there. (laughs) Yeah, we're, we're absolutely in agreement with that for Mm -hmm. sure. I know. So, uh, oh, oh, yeah. No, you go ahead. Well, no, I was just going to say, I made this crazy statement. I will never own a boutique. <laughs> <laughs> and I, you know, I come back to it. Why would I, why would I say that? And I think it's because what I knew of boutiques was not what, I guess that's all I knew. And yeah. the realization that you can be you can be whatever you feel like it should be. You don't have to go along with what everyone else is doing. And I think, um, you know, in my mind, a boutique was, I was seeing in my feed, sell after sell after sell. Mm -hmm. And when you come to the realization that you're, when you're going to help solve someone's problem, that's a whole, that's a whole different look. And to me, that's what attracts, attracts me. And um, I think that's what helps has helped us build mm-hmm. our community is, yeah, you know, really thinking about what, what do our girls want to know? What do they want yeah. to learn? Like, we just, we want them to know that they can come as they are. Yes. Uh, you know, it's not, they don't have to worry about, am I dressed 
right to come in here um, and just to be happy with who they are. And we go from there just to, you know, don't focus on size, don't focus, you know, on the negative and let's just focus on um, having fun and finding what looks good on your body type and um, it changes everything. Yeah, it changes yeah. everything. Um, yeah, for sure. Well, you build a much deeper and committed community that way. So we can make really quick sales. You know, we can have really awesome graphics and images and be amazing on our lives and, you know, guilt or push people into buying. It's the same thing with coaching. You know, like I could pull up the heartstrings or tell them like, if you don't do this now, you know, like there's all those techniques, but I know you guys think this way. And I for sure believe this, that building a strong base and a strong community of serving um, produces a much longer lasting, deep relationship with a customer. Like, I don't want people signing up for coaching because they were forced into it and then they back out of it in a month. I would rather have someone think about it for six months and come when they're really ready because they'll stay. And the same thing in our boutiques, instead of pushing, you know, that sale on someone so you can make your goal, knowing that they might come in a couple of times and maybe not buy or maybe buy a few things, but when they really want the help, they're a customer for life with you guys. So so many nuggets today. Oh my goodness. This is awesome. So for the small business owner out there, that's maybe discouraged, maybe they're just starting up or maybe they've been in business for a while and they're kind of burnt out. What would be a word of advice each of you would have for another small business or boutique owner? Um, I would say, um, Besides hiring a business coach, I, I'm telling you, if I had known about a business coach on day one, I would have hired one. But one of the things that sticks with me is learning to change, you know, accept change. We have changed so much since we started our business, like life happens, you know, with COVID. You know, we had plans of girls' nights in our shop. We were consistently having those every week, and that was kind of our goal, but COVID came and we had to close for a while. So we had to get creative. You know, at first you're not like, oh, are we going to make it? You're thinking of all the negative, but you've got to focus on what can I do to, you know, continue in this business? What creative thoughts can we do? So just learning to be able to adapt and change because it's going to happen. Yes. Life, you know, we, you don't know what's going to come at you, but if you can learn to just stick through the tough times and, and just try something new. Absolutely. And I would say, you know, try to dig deep and go back to why, why you're doing what you do, mm -hmm. you know, what got you started? What, what, why are you doing it? And has that changed or is it still there at the root? And for me, I just, I'm so passionate about it that I just can't picture myself doing anything else from this day forward. And so um, find that love for that. There's parts of it you're not gonna love, but find the things that you love and um, grow on that and ask for help when you don't know something. Never, I would say never be afraid if you're struggling in a part in your business. Man, we have parts we are still mm -hmm. learning so much about. Don't be afraid to reach out to yeah. someone or um, another boutique owner and ask yeah. for advice. Yeah. Absolutely. 
Yeah, that constant willingness to be inquisitive, you know, which is that part of like changing and moving and not being stuck in what you assumed or what you had set as an expectation. Sometimes we, those expectations can't be met for things like COVID, you know, that changes the outlook. And so how can we move and pivot and change? And then the mindset of being willing to take advice, to ask questions, to be humble enough to get help when you need help. Um, and to, you know, to just say like, I'm never going to be great at everything. There's some things I'm really, really good at, but the things that I need to supplement help in, I'm going to go find an expert in that area and, and add that into my business. That's so huge. I love it. Well, thanks for joining me today, guys. We could definitely chat forever. Um, just, yes. It's always so nice to just to visit with you. I have such a calm way about you. Um, I've always loved our coaching calls because I'm like, it's just it's just so peaceful to talk to you so calm and yeah, thoughtful. Um, and I always learn things on my coaching calls from my clients as well. So I appreciate you and your time. Thank you for um, joining us. Where can everyone find more information out about your boutique, like your website, your social pages? Where can we go to look for you? Sure. Um, we're very active on Facebook. Um, okay. the Hello Sunshine Market, our group, um, is the more personal side of it. It's tell me more with hello sunshine market. Love it. And then, um, our website is just, you know, hello sunshine market.com. Okay. Awesome. Well, you guys, um, please look up, um, Andrea or Andrea, I always say Andrea, but Andrea and Sarah, look them up, give them some love, follow them on social, um, take a peek at the cute things that they have to offer. And um, thank you guys so much for coming and sharing with all of the other boutique owners that are listening to the podcast, um, just some good words of encouragement um, and your story of growth over the past year. I appreciate your time. Right. Thank, thank, you, thank so you so much. much. Hey, boutique owner, are you ready to go from drowning in busy work to dreaming about the future? Simple Strategies Group creates automated marketing systems that work 24-7 so you do not have to. And you know how important I tell you it is to have automated, simplified systems. And that's why you need to get a hold of Liz. Liz Whitehead is a certified Clavio Master Silver Partner as well as a certified Postscript Partner. She knows her stuff. She works with e-commerce product-based businesses to implement email and text marketing strategies that build trust and nurture your customer relationships. She wants to do this for you so that you can start to focus on the front lines of your boutique business. So visit simplestrategiesgroup.com for more info. That's simplestrategiesgroup.com. Hey, thanks again for joining me today for the Boutique Workshop Podcast. Remember, that podcast was first recorded live over in the Boutique Collective Facebook group. So if you're not a member of that group yet, I want to give you a warm invitation to come on over and join us in the Boutique Collective. You'll find the link for that Facebook group along with all other information or links that I shared during this podcast in the show notes. And can I ask you for one more small favor? Before you're done here today, would you be willing to share this podcast with another boutique owner that could use the information or support? And even better yet, if you loved what you heard, would you be willing to give us an awesome rating or review? That really helps spread the word as we grow the boutique workshop and bring information, support, and community to boutique owners around the country. Thanks so much, and I'll talk to you again next week.
Bye.